0: Crime does not pay. Yes? Mr. Powers, yeah? Yes, this is Powers. You will follow instructions as agreed? Oh, yes. What are they? You will come to the southwest corner of Jackson and Carter at precisely midnight in your car. You will be met there, and you will be given directions. What is the license number of your order, please? 3Y-5989. Ah, very, very, very good. Now, one more matter. You will have with you the agreed amount of money and small unmarked bills. You understand, of course, in a transaction such as this, we cannot accept your check. (laughs) In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you'll hear Imported Headache, starring Joseph (laughs) Buloff. Crime Does Not Pay, starring Joseph Buloff as Walter Driven, in Imported Headache. Most crimes are a cross between a jigsaw puzzle and a piece of tangled cord. The criminal must fit all the pieces of his crime together in the planning period, and the police must untangle the skein of cord from whatever single loose end they may discover. The perfect example of this is Walter Driven, a German of Nazi extraction, one might say. Walter was thorough in his planning, perhaps a little too thorough for the tastes of his from assistants, Harry Subsmith and Bob Blake. All right, Harry, stop here. Okay, if you say so, boss. I've said so. Ain't nothing around here but an empty road, boss. I will do the thinking. You will execute. That is the arrangement. Sure, sure. Okay, but th- maybe we'd like to know how this fits together. Yeah. First, we all go to drugstores and uh, buy ten-cent bottles of aspirin. Then you send Jersey to swipe a couple of cops' uniforms from a costume place. What's aspirin got to do with cops' outfits? Yeah, I don't get it either, boss. And tonight we hijack a truck. I mean, it is not necessary for you to know. The less you know, the better. Well, you, you could tell us something, boss. Very, very well, then. I will tell you this much. I'm subject to headaches. So you buy for me the aspirin. (laughs) And I think about when Jesse will be very handsome, please. As for the truck, I have a deal in mind. To do this business, a truck is necessary. So we take one. In fact, we take the one now coming around the curve. Americans own too many trucks. So now one American will own one less truck. And we will make money. Money, Harry. Black the road. Right. What if he don't see us? He sees us. He stops now. Harry, stay at the wheel. Bob and I will take care of this. I understand, Bob, you have had some experience driving trucks. Yeah, I used to. Hey, get that tire tilapia out of the road. We cannot for the moment. You will be patient, please. You want a hand shover Aha! It will be a pleasure to accept your assistance. Okay. What's the matter? The engine got that, on you? Well, that engine's okay. It sounds like a watch. All right, Bop. As you say. Mop him. Hey, what no, the guy is? <laughs> there we are. Now then, push this so powerful young American into the ditch. On his face, I would prefer to. You know, boss. Sometimes I think you rub it in just a little bit too much. You think with what? Now then, but you will drive the truck. I will ride with Harry. You will follow us at approximately forty yards and will follow the signals on the back of the car for turns. <laughs> now we have a truck. We have aspirin, and we have uniforms. We are ready. From now on, you will see why they call me Walter Ice White <laughs> One, two, three, and we will have money. Money. Else. Handle that for me, Miss Gold, And have the shipping room check the orders from Golden Drugs and Madsen Stores. Now then, Mr. Reuben, we have a proposition, Mr. Powells. A proposition dealing with aspirin. Excellent aspirin. Direct from the manufacturer in Germany. Oh, no. real German aspirin? Made by the original manufacturer. Now back in business. Well, uh, import duty on that stuff's pretty high. There has been no duty paid on this shipment. You see, I have connections in Germany. Well, then how did you get it in... Oh, I understand. I'm not sure I care to do business with you, Mr. Driver. No one except the three of us and the driver of my truck needs to know that this shipment was duty-free. Keep talking, Mr. Driver. You will have quite a shipment for your regular customers at a cost to you of approximately 30 cents on the dollar. Uh, how do I know the product is certified pure? A sample, Mr. Powers. Uh, the label's authentic enough. The contents? We'll stand analysis, Mr. Powers. All right. As long as the stuff is pure, why not? Now, buy as much as you have. A truckload, Mr. Powers. A trailer truck, sir. Well, now, that's a lot of aspirin. What's the price? I will notify you when the shipment is ready. You will, of course, accept. My inventory. Mm. (laughs) I have to, I guess. Very, very well. In a few days, I will call you, and at that time, I will advise you where delivery will be made and how much this shipment will cost you. Yes? Mr. Powers? This is Powers. You will follow instructions as agreed? Oh, yes. What are they? You will come to the southwest corner of Jackson and Carter at precisely midnight in your car. You will be met there and you will be given directions. What is the license number of your author, please? 3Y5989. Nine nine. Ah, very, very well. <laughs> One more matter, please. You will have the agreed amount of money in small unmarked bills. You understand, of course, in a transaction such as this, we cannot accept your check. <laughs> yes, I understand. One thing, we haven't yet agreed on how much. Uh, you said that... Uh... Ah, yes, yes, yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. Of course. Of course. <laughs> the price is $5,000. That's a lot of aspirin. I'm given to understand Americans have a lot of headaches. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Powers, good evening. Or is it good morning, to be precise? Morning, driver. Your associate takes no chances. He blindfolded me at Carter and Jackson, wouldn't let me take the darn thing off until we were just outside this place. Harry is very thorough. Yes. He learned that from me. Ah, but Harry, you did not make Mr. Powers any more uncomfortable. That was absolutely necessary. Oh, no, boss. Of course not. Ah, very good, very good. (laughs) My apologies for any inconveniences, Mr. Powers. But these precautions are necessary. You see, there have been cases of men reneging on a transaction and causing much trouble. Don't worry about that. I'm in this almost as deeply as you are. Oh, yes, yes. That is so, that is so. Uh, This is the truck? A large one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Full load? You doubt it? Harry, open the truck. Right, boss. Well, now, look, you don't have to go to all this trouble for me. My word has been doubted. Now you must have proof. It's open, boss. Select a carton, Carrie. Any carton. Well, you sure got it packed to the roof. How's uh, how's this one, boss? Very good. Open the carton. Check. <laughs> I don't see any custom house stamps on this carton, Kevin. No? No. <laughs> But you will see inside the carton. Well, so. Uh, That's the stuff, all right? Very well, then. Harry, put back the carton and close the truck. Check, boss. And now, Powers, the money, if you please. Here? Why not at my warehouse? I deliver to you here. I accept no responsibility for delivery except to permit my man to drive the truck. I must be paid now. All right. And you insist? I insist. Here you are. Five thousand. Nothing larger than a twenty. Thank you, Mr. Powers. Well, don't you want to count it? No. I take your word, Mr. Powers. Come. Harry will drive. We will follow in your car. Well, now, don't you want the address of my warehouse? But we know that already, Mr. Powers. Oh. Walter driving is very thorough. He always knows all about his customers before he begins to do the business with them. Your American roads are efficient, Mr. Powell's. Not, of course, as well planned as our autobahn, but efficient nevertheless. <laughs> As an exponent of the nation where efficiency is a household god, uh, I'll take that as a compliment, Driven. You may say (laughs) so. Quick. The brakes. The truck is slowing down. Uh, What's going on up there? Patience, Mr. Powers. No doubt we shall know it in a moment. Why should we have to stop on this road uh, at this hour? In our headlights. Driven! Driven, looks a cops! Come on. Wait a, minute, wait a minute here. Hurry up now. Make it snappy. Let's see what's in that truck. Okay, officer. I'm going as fast as I can. I ain't no machine, you know. you uh, have a little tongue in your head. You understand? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, Officer, what's the meaning of this? Uh, Who are you? That's my car. Open carton here. Come Aspirin, imported. No custom house, Sam. This is the load, Joe. What load? The ask, officer? These roads have all been posted. We're watching for a load of smuggled aspirin. And this is it. You'll have to come with us, all of you. Now, tell me, officers, is it possible there might be some way to... Well, smooth this small difficulty. What are you driving at, Bob? One truck more or less. Who would know? like attempting to bribe an officer to me. Robin, please, perhaps you'd better not to leave this to me. How much more money do we have on you? Uh, about a thousand, maybe a little more. Very well. Gentlemen, if I may suggest it, a wallet found on the road would say, $2,000 in it, just found there, over there, right after we've driven off. This could not be construed as a bribe. Well, it uh, could be. Yeah. Could be. Thank you, gentlemen. Close up the van, Harry. Drive on slowly. Mr. Powers, I will put up a thousand if you will. No further trouble. Well, if I have any trouble, I, I could lose my license. Okay. But there's mine. And mine. In this wallet. And so on the road. Let us go, Mr. Powers, before these fine gentlemen change their minds. Whew. Best thousand bucks I ever spent in my life. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like that, Bob? Slick that guy, Wallace. Slick as <laughs> oil. <laughs> and that sucker, Powers. Yip, Jersey, but he's been thinking beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Six thousand bucks for a phony bribe and a stolen truck. A stolen truck loaded with one carton of drugstore bought aspirin and the rest empty as a sucker's. <laughs> in Jesse, my boy, I'd wear a cop's outfit for Walter driving any day. For what's going to be our share of this little job? <laughs> in just a moment, crime does not pay. Will continue with imported headache. Now we continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Joseph Bulop as Walter Dryden in Imported Headache. The jigsaw puzzle was complete. One truck, one carton of aspirin, one buyer eager for a special bargain, two imitation policemen. Total take, $6,000. There was great glee at Walter Dryden's headquarters later that (laughs) eventful morning. Hey, fellas, do I make a good cop or do I make a good cop? Keep a civil tongue in your head, (laughs) (laughs) Buck. All right, all right, men. Now this year is business. Our first split, as you say in America. And uh, what do they say in Dutchland, boy? <laughs> I am the fatherland. We do not waste time on idle laughter. Now then, I have here $6,000 in American money. That much he likes about America. Not enough of this nonsense. As agreed, I receive half. The remainder is divided equally among the three of you. Therefore, 3000 to me. One thousand to each of me. Hey, thanks, boy. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Me too. That's the easiest grant I ever picked up in my life. Yeah. Easy. Maybe too easy. How so, Harry? Well, suppose his Powers character talks. The good Mr. Powers will not talk. Americans never admit they're suckers. If they get mad enough? Nah, nonsense, nonsense. After all, what did he get for his six thousand dollars? One stone truck, one carton of aspirin, one release from imitation policemen? No, no, no. Our good friend will not talk. Look, Mr. Powers, you don't seem to realize the position you're in. All I know, Lieutenant, is that I... I bought something. I didn't get what I paid for, but I did have a... Well, valuable experience, period. I think you'd better talk, Mr. Powers. As Lieutenant Coaster, I don't think I like your tone. You'll like our jail even less. On what charge? Possession of a stolen truck and then a pinched theft of that truck. Your arrest won't help your reputation any, and we can prove possession of that truck. Possession of stolen goods, in other words. So let's stop kidding, Powers. You have a duty as a citizen, and you're going to do that duty. <sighs> Nobody likes to admit he's been a fool, Lieutenant. Not even to catch the man who made a fool of him? Order Dryben has disappeared. Banished. Dryben? Sounds German. Yes, plenty. Saber scar and all. Acts and talks like a real Nazi. About five feet ten, broad shoulders, brown hair and blue eyes. Behaves like a Prussian officer. Yes, that's a good description. Several agencies are interested in him, including the immigration service. Illegal entry? We have reason to believe so. Uh, This is a big country, Mm -hmm. Lieutenant. You'll never find him. Won't we? Look, Powers, you've finally given us an end of the cord. We've a neat mess to untangle, but with patience, I think we'll get him. Them. David Carr of Carr and Sons, Hotel Drug. I'll uh, see if he's here. Hey, boss. Boss, uh, Carr of Carr and Sons wants to talk to you. Ah, so a concern. concerned. I will talk. Walter Dryden here. How do you do, Mr. Carr? Well, thank you. Uh, Mr. Dryden, I, uh, I understand you have a lot of aspirin. I'm subject to headaches, Mr. Carr. Aspirin for sale... How would you know this? It's my business to know things like this. Ah, I see. And you would like to engage in a transaction with me? If the price is right, yes. And the product. We're a very reputable concern, Mr. Driver. I know, I know. I've heard of you. Will you be good enough to call us uh, with a sample? I shall be delighted, Mr. Carr. Tomorrow, let us say, at 11 o'clock. I'll be expecting you. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Carr. <laughs> The fish are biting. What do you use for bait? Ah, let it be known in certain quarters that bargains are, shall we say, obtainable at a price. (laughs) Well, now, let us start our procedure. It will be necessary, as usual, to find a suitable (laughs) truck. speaking. Driving here. Tomorrow night. What time? Where? Midnight. Seaford and West Fillmore. Very well. And have the money with you in small unmarked bills. Understand? So this is your warehouse, driving. And this is the truck, Mr. Carr. Packed completely floor to roof with the product of your paint. May I see some of it, please? Oh. Harry, open the carton for Mr. Carr. Check. Harry is oh, the driver of the truck. He will proceed oh, us to your warehouse. There you are, Mr. Carr. Ginger wine imported aspirin. Hmm. Oh, I see. All right, driven, Let's get going. Driven. I must admit, I admire your enterprise. Thank you, Mr. Carr. Uh, for some reason, I have the impression that you haven't been in our country very long. No, not too long. <laughs> well, you certainly have caught on to our ways, or uh, seem to have. It is an ancient expression, do as the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> to which I add, America is the land of golden opportunities. Quite gold. (laughs) For all of us in a deal like this. (laughs) You did so. I, I suppose it's none of my business, but I would like to know. How did you happen to come to America? Mr. Carr, when one sees opportunity die in one's fatherland, one seeks success in other places. I came here. There was a small, as you say, nest which I successfully had placed here before the war against just such a contingency. Quite simple. My admiration increases as you speak. Go on. As for my entry through the golden portals, that was accomplished. <laughs> now let us leave it to that. In other words, it's uh, none of my business. Slow down, Sakhar. There is flashing the lights on the trunk. Uh, so I notice. Something wrong up there? Perhaps an accident along the road. It is well to stop for such things. We'll know before very long. All right, Bob, open up the truck. We want to see what you got in there. Okay, officer, of course. Smoke no cop, uh, let's see what's I'm driving. Of course. Yeah, this is the stuff, all right. Yeah, uh, aspirin and no custom house stamp. Uh, these fellas with you, Bob? Look, I just drive a truck. I don't ask no questions. I'm working for it. Which one, one of you owns this truck? I, I, I do, officer. All right, let's see the registration. <laughs> Don't you think, gentlemen, we can talk this over? If all you gentlemen will remain where you are, in the headlights of my car, Lieutenant Collister's... The sucker's got a gun! Hey, he's no sucker, he's a cop! I work car our old four of them. Right, Lieutenant, including our massive friend here with his contempt for the efficiency of America. Oh, so, a government spy, a trap! Why not? You should know about these things. Driven, known as Alex Tribal, wanted for war crime. No doubt about him, Collister. That saber skirt would mark him anyplace. Hey, we're... This... Hey, boss, for you and not, This the surprises you have. Hey, look, Lieutenant, Mr. Carr, me, and Pop and Jersey, we don't know anything except about the aspirin, We'll right, string Lieutenant. We'll, we'll get you to work. Thanks, boys, but Investigator Matson here of the, the Immigration, immigration Service has plenty on your boss. Flooding. Mind if I take him directly, Lieutenant? Not at all. Well, then, with due thanks to your detective Carr, Walter maybe alias Alex Tribal, you're under federal arrest, charged with illegal entry into the United States. I do not think you, take me. I didn't think it all. Trust you to will catch me. Watch the hoodlums, Max, and he wants the truck. All you right, two, three. Down. i down past. Okay. 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 No hurry, Collister. Watch. Ah. Trucks start slowly, Collister, but a bullet in the tire will ruin him every time. All right, let's dig him out of that cab, shall we? I doubt if he's hurt very much. And maybe that's too bad as far as Mr. Nazi Dryben is concerned. Fine does not pay. Joseph Buloff, who was starred as Walter Dryben in Imported Headache, will be back with you in just a moment. Now here in person is Joseph Yuloff. Criminals like Walter Dryden operate their schemes on two points. They believe first that all Americans are ashamed to admit when they have been taken second that most of us give in very easily to the temptation of an easy dollar, even though the business involved may be somewhat on the shady side. In fact, the success of much of our organized crime is based on exactly the same ideas. It follows, then, that when we ourselves wake up and cease to aid and abet this kind of criminal, however unconsciously we may be doing so now we will have taken a long step towards removing the profit from crime of all kinds. It is up to us, ourselves, to make sure that at all times, in all ways, crime does not pay. Thank you, Mr. Buloff. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Marx B. Lowe with music composed and conducted by John Gard. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. (laughs)